the same team that offered Tyler Johnson and Alan Crabb poison pill contracts because no one wanted to come here. Now they're mad we signed Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge to veteran minimums. How does it taste? I hope it tastes salty because that's what y'all are acting like. Brooklyn, what? Don't care. Buy myself all day. Okay, where am I? <laughs> Ain't nobody helped me. You weren't there. <laughs> you wasn't there when we won the 20 wins. I'm ill. I'm ill. I'm ill. I'm ill. I'm ill. I'm ill. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you all are doing well. I know I am. I am the unforgettable one himself, Mr. Brett Carroll. Charles is always daydreaming. And we're two guys that love the Nets, and this is, therefore, Nets propaganda. And you know what? Speaking of propaganda, I got a problem, Charles. I got a problem. Ah, son, I don't got time for your problems. I got a problem. No, no. Because right now. I got no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a problem because people are hating on my team. They're talking about we are collecting all stars and stacking them like Pringles, and they're trying to make it sound like we have this monster of a team. And I'm not here for it. I'm not here for the BS. I'm not here for it. I don't want to hear all year that Blake Griffin's ass. I don't want to hear all year that Lamar- Lamarcus Aldridge's ass. But once they join the Nets, now it's unfair. Now it's, oh my bruh, God. Bro, I, I can't hear them. Want to know why? I can't hear them? Because I'm looking down in the standings because we at the top. We are number one for the first time since the kid era. James Harden is playing at an MVP level and has tied Jason Kidd for the most triple doubles in one season for franchise history. I ain't got the time for all these haters that are just jumped on the hating bandwagon that was telling me less than a year ago that we are the B team in New York and no one cares. And now all these same people can't shut the fuck up about my nets. The same team that offered Tyler Johnson and Alan Crabb poison pill contracts because no one wanted to come here. Now they're mad we signed Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge to veteran minimums. How does it taste? I hope it tastes salty because that's what y'all are acting like. Brooklyn, what? Don't care. Buy myself all day. Okay, where am I? <laughs> Ain't nobody helped me. You, weren't there. <laughs> you wasn't there when we won the 20 wins? Ah, 12 wins. I lived through 12 wins, bro. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold that thought. Hold, hold, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Because on some serious stuff, on some serious stuff, I get it. Because I used to hate when... Nah. When, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just let me finish. Just let me finish. I get it. I used to hate that when everybody used to join the Heat, when everybody used to join the Lakers. Uh, I, I understood when people hated it when people joined the Cavs. I get it. But I'm going to say this, and this is not biased. This is real talk. If there is one team that deserves this, if there is one team that deserves this, it is the Nets. We were the laughing stock, not of just basketball, of all of sports after that Kevin Garnett and, and Paul Pierce trade. We were the laughing stock of sports. Uh, if you want to just say basketball, fine, basketball. Because you know what? Cleveland, I ain't going to let you off the hook because your Browns are always a laughing stock. And I, I, and I don't know what dumb thing you did back then, but you probably did something stupid too. But the point of the matter is we were definitely the laughing stock of the basketball world five years ago, maybe even six years ago now. And the way we built this team up, the way we had to endure, 
losing seasons and watching another team benefit from our losing seasons and getting two cornerstones for their franchise and the way we had to build it up the right way and we, we had to take gems in the draft and Karis LeVert and Jared Allen and build them up. We had to take other people's leftovers like uh, D'Angelo Russell and Spencer Dinwiddie and Joe Harris and we built them up. The way you know, we before all of that, when we were just moving to Brooklyn and people were clowning us that our best player is Brooke Lopez, that our that our our, our franchise point guard took the money and, and lost his heart, that there's no fans because it's a Knicks town. What are you doing in Brooklyn? To to a couple years later to where you're up to when our team is in the playoffs and it's 75. No, fuck that. It's 95% Nets fans and maybe 5% Sixers fans in that building, which was unheard of in the Meadowlands. That was unheard of. I don't need these haters that just jumped on the bandwagon now oh, 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 talking oh, oh, to me about how front running this, front running that, all this Nets super team. Suck it. I'm glad we're a super all right, team. All right, I'm glad we got calm a down, version calm, of our calm, team. Calm down, calm down, calm down. Hold on. I'm getting there. That's what I'm saying. We, we got we got a whole pod to do. Just hold on. We getting there. But the point of the matter is that other stuff that you're talking about, that's just franchise stuff. That just happens. What I'm talking about specifically what I'm talking about specifically is that trade, having to build this team back up the right way, doing it in much faster than any of us thought we were going to do it. We This should have been a 10-year rebuild, and we did it in five. We did it in half the time. And yet, and now we are probably, when everybody's healthy, the best team in the, in the entire association. So for, if there is one team that deserves this, it is the Nets. And, is, and, and another thing. The, the, all the hate Kyrie's gotten because he, what he's missed like a eight eight to eleven games or something like that, and how much he's been balling this season, and all these fucking haters that back in January when he when he missed a couple games that no one remembers was talking trash like oh maybe we should have left him in in, in Detroit because we lost to Detroit or left him in Cleveland because we lost to Cleveland after the James Harden trade, and now they look stupid. They look stupid because without Kyrie Irving choosing the Brooklyn Nets, guess what? Who's not here? Kevin Durant. Guess who's not here? James Harden. Guess who's not in first in the Eastern Conference standings for the first time since Jason Kidd was on this damn roster. Let me say it since April of 2003. I was an eighth grader. I'm in my 30s, dog. I was an eighth grader the last time my team was this high in the standings. I was and, in- and these people got the fucking nerve to come at us like, oh, you're building a super team. Y'all said all these people were, were, were either sucked or were sus. Y'all, y'all said that y'all didn't want Kyrie Irving just a three months ago. You guys are saying, oh, I'm glad he didn't sign with us. And now you look stupid. You guys were saying, I can't believe you traded your whole future for James Harden. Hey, look at him. You're never going to win with James Harden. You, what are you going to do? Y'all look stupid. Because just from a business standpoint, this is the best and most profitable the Brooklyn Nets slash New Jersey Nets franchise has ever been. All these moves, people are saying, well, oh, the Blake Griffin signing, oh, did you really need him? What, what's the risk? Veterans minimum. We've done touched on that. LaMarcus Aldridge playing at center. You're telling me when healthy, our lineup's going to be Harden, Kyrie, Joey Buckets, Kevin Durant, and LaMarcus Aldridge. Who the hell are you guarding? I don't care if Embiid's healthy. If Embiid's healthy and you're giving the Sixers health, give us health. They can't take us. Well, no, here, here's my here's my issue, and here's why I was going with this. Right, like I said, one, this is the one team that needs it. Two, I hit you know me. My biggest issue, my biggest thing when when debating anything, whether it's life, whether it's sports, whether it's whatever, I hate inconsistent and hypocritical people. I hate that. So when you have guys like Stephen A. like basically 
bashing Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge for joining the Nets. And I understand what he's saying in theory. I understand what he's saying in theory. My issue is this. One, LaMarcus Aldridge is in year 15. It's not like he's in his prime. Blake Griffin's in year 12. They paid their dues. They tried to win championships. It didn't work. This is the time of your career when you do this. And I actually respect them more. Because remember, back in the day, cats used to do this and be sitting on the bench, not even playing. Like, I, I'll bring up T-Mac because I was a huge T-Mac fan. His last year in the league, he was on San Antonio. He didn't even play. If, if, if Popovich put him in a game, he'd probably even have shorts on underneath his, his, his sweatpants. You know what I mean? Like Dennis we, Rodman. And we were okay with that. Grant like, Hill. And, and we were okay with that because that was the culture. Like, yo, you and know, Shaquille O'Neal. Everyone acts like Shaquille O'Neal wasn't a Cavalier and a Celtic. Right. Like, you you know, we, we, we are okay with that because that's the culture. But now, because of the super team era, is is bad. Oh, when you jump on the bandwagon, it's bad. So that's one. Look, I mean, shoot. Oh, oh, and, and to add on to your point, real quick, the, the other inconsistent argument, because as everyone knows, LeBron James is one of my favorite players. So when everyone's saying all these people assembling this talent just to beat one guy, one guy? Now, now all you LeBron haters are saying it's just LeBron on the Lakers. A- AD doesn't exist anymore. Right. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, and the and the second slash third point of this of the hypocrisy is. You're bashing these guys who are vet- who are veterans who are at the latter stages of their career going joining the Nets, but everybody is okay with Andre Drummond also taking a buyout and going to the Lakers, who's in his prime. Yes. Who's in his prime, who also got big money, who also was supposed to be a cornerstone for a franchise, who, by the way, went to the Cavaliers. They were going to build around him until they landed on Jared Allen. Then it was, oh, well, now that we have Jared Allen, who's even younger and has more potential, we're going to build around him and we don't need Andre Drummond anymore. So this is a guy who's in his prime that took a buyout and joined the defending champion Lakers. That's okay. But two dudes at the latter stages of their career, uh, who weren't gonna be, who weren't gonna move the needle on any team. Let's be real. Went to the Nets, but that's but that's wrong. That's just, like, again, if you're going, if that's your stance, if you hate that players do that, fine. But then don't be okay with Drummond going to the Lakers. That is by far worse. That is a guy in his prime that they got for the vet minimum. He is not a vet minimum player. They got for the vet minimum in his prime. And he's better than LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin combined at, the, at, at this stages in all of their careers. But that's okay. But Blake Griffin, who's in year 12, and LaMarcus Aldridge, who's in year 15, you know, I know I get it. LeBron James is still an MVP candidate at 36 in year 18. I get it. Chris Paul is balling. He's the same age as Lamar as as, as LeBron James in year uh 15 in the year 16. I get it. But let's be real. Tom Brady just won the Super Bowl at age 43. I get it. But they are exceptions to the rule. Most guys in year 15 at age 35 and older are, you know, shells of, of their former selves. LaMarcus looked good in his first game. I'll give him that. He did. He did. But that's the point. And this is why I say I respect it. They went to a team because they know, look, I got a little something left in the tank. Not a lot, but a little something left in the tank. 
And on this Nets team, I can be valuable in my role. I can help win a championship. I can contribute. It's he, not going to be just just so just so everyone listening can know what he did in his first game as a net. 11 points, nine rebounds, six assists, two steals, and a block. Yeah. 11, yeah. nine, six, two, and one. And, 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 you know, and that's beautiful. And, and be honest, I'm not even expecting him to do that every night. He's going to do that in spurts. But the point of the matter is that's the point. He's at that stage of his career. He can't do that every night. And I respect a guy that says, you know, what? I got a little left in the tank. Let me come here now. Why, you know, because some people say, well, he could have went to Miami. He could have went. I'm like, they're not winning a championship in Miami. If he goes to Miami, he's still the fifth option in Miami. So he would have had the same role on a lesser team that, let's be honest, had no chance of winning a championship if everybody's healthy. They could have went to Boston. Once again, they would have been the fifth option in Boston. And, and again, had no chance of winning a championship. So you're telling me that you wanted them to give money away. Again, in a buyout, you give some of the money back. So they, you wanted them to give money away to go to teams that whose situations are technically not, not much better than the ones they left. If they wanted to not make the playoffs or lose in the first or second round, they could have stayed where they were at and kept all their money. So you want them to give money back and join other teams. And what, like I said, which they're still going to be fifth or sixth option because they're not that good anymore. And not win a championship. Why? Because of pride? Because you want them to have some pride? Because you want them to have, just be like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not going out like that. Like, bro, if that's what they wanted to do, good for them. If they didn't want to do that, then that's their prerogative. And we can't, we can't kill them for that, especially when we have this ring culture, ring culture, ring culture. You got to win a ring. You got to win a ring. Guess what? They tried to win a ring. They couldn't get it done. Then now they're going to contribute. And like I said, contribute. If they were here and they were just going to sit on the bench, I would totally agree. That's, that's ass. They're not, they're not going to sit on the bench. They're going to get 15, 20 minutes a night and they're going to contribute. I, I, I respect that so much more than back in the day when dudes would literally just be sitting there playing patty cake on the bench all night. I'm sorry. And talk about, I got a ring. No, you didn't. You literally rode the bandwagon to a ring. At least these guys are going to contribute something to the ring. I'm yep. sorry. And also, just for context right now, how we're, we're still waiting for KD to come back. So we're, we're, we haven't been at full strength, but we're number one in the East, if in case you forgot since the beginning of the pod. And James Harden right now is averaging 25.9. So we'll say 26. Well, he's averaging 26 points per game, 8.2 rebounds per game, and over 11 assists per game. The other half of the Brooklyn backcourt, Kyrie Irving, if my computer would just come on out i will tell you what he's averaging which is no slouch he's averaging five assists about five boards and over 20 points per game he's oh i'm sorry 27.8 so we can say 28 points per game 28 five and it's 5.9 assists so it's six assists point uh per game what more do you people want like what is what is either of those two dudes not doing for the brooklyn nets all the shit and all the drama Kyrie gets for missing three game road trips that we, we have a winning record on. And if we don't, we're still number one in the East after said road trips right now, 28, five and six, the same motherfuckers would be riding D if D loading had those numbers. 
if Spencer Dinwiddie had those numbers. Hell, if Darren Williams ever had numbers like that. The same people that are hating on Kyrie, you Fugazi Nets fans that got, I'm saying Fugazi because you're not Nets fans. You, you're just pretenders, especially around here where we are. The people are like, oh, I like the New Jersey Nets, but I don't like Kyrie and I don't like where the direction these Nets are going. What does that even mean? Because as me and you know, the ridiculous idolization of Jason Kidd as a human being and the demonization of Kyrie Irving as a human being. And now we are going to have a similar seasons where we can actually compare statistically these guards that were played for the same team. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, I, I just don't get it at this point. This is literally what people said. Well, you better be here if, if, if you're going to act like this. Yeah. Well, Kyrie gets special treatment. Yeah. When, you, when you're a superstar player, the likes of James Harden and Kyrie, yeah, you get treated different. Want to know why? Because you are different. And every single team knows it. And oh, guess who else knows it? The players. Because one thing that this is, is a team. Nick Claxton has not suffered because of this team. Joe Harris is eating because of this team. So I don't, I don't see the bullshit I've heard. And actually, you know what? It's, it's kind of been good. Because to your point, these role players have getting extended minutes because of you know the different lineups and everything else, which is good because in the playoffs you're gonna need those guys. That you know, people don't realize it's not much. And this is why, like I said, I'm glad that Blake and Lamarcus know their role and decided to contribute. Your role players are gonna win you a game of series. Usually your superstars are gonna win you two or three. You know, in a in a perfectly balanced world, you want your superstars to win you two, your coach to win you one, your role players to win you one, because you need four to win a series, right? And I and I'm talking about the the major series, uh, you know, conference finals and beyond. The first round, you could probably, you know, your stars will probably, your, you know, the talent of the team will probably get you to the first round, maybe even the second round, who you play. But as you go on in the series, that's usually the formula. You're you're paying your superstars to win you two, maybe two and a half games. Your coach, if you have a great coach, can help win you one. And your role players usually win you that fourth game. So the fact that our guys are getting extended minutes and getting their confidence and getting rhythm, um, that's important because when the playoffs come, you're going to need a guy like TLC for for a game to, or to help you out in a spot. You know what I mean? If if the team does, you know, if it's a third quarter somewhere in a, in a pivotal game three and and guys just don't have it, and TLC's making shots, that's huge. You need that. If there's a game five and and you're in a rut or you need a bucket to, like, stop a run and LaMarcus Aldridge gets you a couple buckets to, to get the momentum back, that's huge. You need that. So the fact that Kai has been out and even James Harden lately has been out a couple times, well, he's going to be out for a little bit because of the hamstring, that's actually good because you're seeing guys play, more guys play more, get their confidence, get their rhythm, because you're going to need those guys. I think it's rest. I don't even think it's an injury like that. I'm not saying there's no soreness or something like that. But overall, James Harden's been not taking a minute off, let alone nights, right? So him missing a couple games because of a hamstring, when no one seems concerned about it, tells me it seems like it's rest. Yeah, as, and as he should rest. No, yeah, I don't care, but that's my point. Right now, as we record, we're on a four-game winning streak. We are 8-2 and two in our last 10. Like, what, what do these people want? We're 18 and 10 in the conference. But, but that means we have a, a winning record against the, the, the infamous West that have, every year we hear is so much better than the East. We have a, a good record against them too. There isn't a type of team that, that has whooped our ass all year and we have not been healthy, air quotes, all year. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting here waiting for the shoe to drop because all people have is hating and speculation that this team is not going to perform in the postseason. And barring health, which is every team's worry, let's be real, there's not a team that isn't worried about health come the postseason, Lakers and Sixers included. Who am I worried about? The Celtics are like bottom third of the league in defense, which I heard all year is super important. So if they're like 20-something in defense, what are we worried about the Celtics for? Uh, you know, just, you know, spoilers, we're not. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody's worried about the Celtics. The Celtics are worried about the Celtics. I'm just, I'm just, po- I'm saying the Celtics because how many years now are, have our teams been compared to the Celtics because of those days? Like you said, to start the pot because of the trade. And especially when we got Kai, then yes, the Celtics comparisons are even more now. And all I want to say is what we heard two years ago is coming to light now in relation to Brad Stevens. Mm. So I want everyone to go back and listen to old Nets propagandas when we were dropping dimes before you and, and realize what the issues were. You goddamn fools. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the Nets are in a great place. It's a great day to be a Nets fan. What I love more than anything else is the day we, we won to take first place. We were in the throwback Nets jer- New Jersey Nets jersey. So that is so, you know, that's poetic justice if you are a New Jersey Nets fan. Because I'm not going to lie, I don't know about you, it's still bittersweet for me. I would have loved for this team to be in Jersey, you know, being this good. Oh, bro, you know how ignorant I would be if we were going up to the Rock for these games. Right. So come on, you know, come on. You you know what it's like when Jersey is doing Jersey things. But Brooklyn isn't that far away. Brooklyn is, is a whole different vibe than Manhattan. Brooklyn is feels like a neighborhood, not not you know, a company. So I like the Barclays. I like the Barclays as an arena oh, yeah, more no, than no. I like the rock and more way more than anyone should like the Meadowlands. So oh, yeah, I mean it's it's a I mean look, we're not we're not stupid here. It's a complete upgrade. Um, yeah, yeah, so and, and also I'll I, I'm completely at peace with the move because the franchise got better with the move. I'm at peace with the move because the move made sense. It's not like, it's not like, oh my God, I can't believe, it's not like Seattle where it's like, yo, that's not fair. Why'd you take our team away? Like, no, they needed to move. The The owner wasn't, couldn't keep up. Prokhorov wanted big business, obviously working with Jay-Z. Brooklyn was a huge business move. And to be fair, Nets fans weren't showing up. You know what I mean? It's one thing, you know, if you have a packed house every night, it's hard to say, yo, yo, move. The Nets were like one of the worst in, in attendance. And even when they first got to Barclays, it wasn't, they weren't great in attendance. So and that's why I, I'm, I'm pissed about COVID even more because of that. Right. Like we've got yeah. robbed the last year and a half of Brooklyn Nets fans in that building making noise because there is something to be proud of about where they were that first season in Brooklyn and yeah. where they were by the time the Levert and Dinwiddie and D'Lo Nets were in the playoffs against the Sixers. I, I still remember in the playoffs with, with KG and he had, and he had to, you know, kind of hype the fans up because they weren't getting hyped and they, you know, and they were trying to be respectful, but like, yeah, it was all right. You know, we kind of had to get them going. And even the Nets Twitter page, scolded the fans they're like yo the Nets fans should be ashamed of themselves um and I think the guy got fired for tweeting that whoever whoever was in charge of social media but it was a time where our own social media was was ridiculing the fans because fans weren't there and if they were there it was bad look I remember Brooklyn games it was so silent 
you were afraid to talk too loud because you can, you know, because it's like, wow, how many people can hear my conversation right now? And there's a game going on. I I remember that. I remember being at these, uh, you know, Nets games and I'm talking and it's so silent that it's like awkward. I'm like, yo, wait, can people hear me right now? Like what's going on? So uh, for it to be like now, with, you know, like you said, with COVID, it sucks because you know that place would be rocking right now. Would be would be absolutely on fire right now. And the only good thing I will say is, hopefully, if everything's back to normal by the time the season starts next year, you know, hopefully we're putting on rings and we could be celebrating championships every night, which means there'll be even more rockets because we'll be on the repeat. And you know, and you can you imagine a packed house on a title. Uh, on the title defense year, that would have been a, that's going to be amazing. All I'm saying is, if the playoffs started today, we got the Celtics in the first round. Yeah, and I feel good. I would I would feel really good about one that. of my friends who's a Knicks fan said, "Oh man, I kind of want that's Knicks first round," and I said, "It'd be crazy because that'd be a complete repeat of the last time that happened, and and the Nets swept." Last time it happened, it was Jason Kidd. The, the 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 duel was Jason Kidd on the Nets, obviously, versus Starberry on the Knicks, and the Nets won for for nothing. Yeah, they swept. Yeah, yeah. Look, I don't want to get ahead of myself because you know we still got to win the, win the games that matter. So it is only April third as of, as of recording. So it'll be an historic collapse if we lost in the first round to either of those teams. I'm just saying. I, I don't think we're going to lose the first my, my point, I'm talking about winning a chip. I don't want to talk. I know that. I know that. But I'm talking about the first round, which I feel kind of confident in after you were trying to jinx us last week. Yeah, we'll see. Stop. Yeah, I'm going I'm to pull you and say stop, okay? Stop. Just stop. Um, but, yeah, we got to win, win the ones that count. So I'm not trying to count our rings just yet. We still got to go out and earn them. Um, but – what I am saying as Nets fans, be proud today, man, because you've earned it. If you've been here for a minute, you've earned this. And for the people hating, stop hating, man. Because like I said, if there's one team that deserves this, it's this Nets team. It really is. Um, you know, and more, and not, I'm not, and I'm not trying to hate on Knicks fans, but Knicks fans, you still don't deserve it yet. You just because you did one year of good things does not mean you deserve it. You've had 20 years, 21 years now, basically. Of bad stuff, but that's because your owner still can't get out of his own way. Yeah, but but give Thibs keep, keep building it up the right way, then you can earn the right to stack chips like like Pringles, stack all stars like Pringles, and hopefully stack chips like uh, uh, rings like Pringles, like the Nets will be. Peace. I'm out. Okay, so I guess we're done. You can find me on not the Chuck D on all the socials. You can find him. You can find at- me at Never for Brett Me N E V A the number four B R E T T underscore M E on Instagram and Twitter. And we're at www.thedope.blog. Yes, sir. And speaking of speaking of New York uh, rappers or New York uh, in general, DMX, you are on our thoughts and our prayers recovered, buddy. We're you know we just want, I just want to say that now. Yeah, prayers up. For the dark man, X He's gonna give it to you. We out. I'm ill. 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 I